0: I think what's really important for people to know is that it's not really like a party drug or like a recreational drug. It's like, it's a lot different because it's not just, you know, you feel really happy and then you go back down. It's so healing. It can change your perspective on things. It can help you release physical or emotional pain that you've been carrying. It's really crazy just just how much good it can do.
1: Hey friends, welcome back to Michael Meditation's Psilocybin Chronicles, I'm Eric. Uh, It has been a few weeks, I know, since I've uploaded an episode and I cannot apologize enough. I have really, really been wanting to get more content up, but it has been super busy with retreats starting back and the farm banging out so much beautiful psilocybin and oyster mushrooms. If you're interested in the agricultural side of our work, please go over to the Magnificent Mushrooms Instagram or Facebook page and you'll get some beautiful pics of the wonderful team and our gorgeous mushrooms. So this episode is surely going to illustrate the importance of our work and the value of psilocybin mushrooms in changing lives. And while I know there are a lot of important issues to be standing up for right now, plant medicines, in my mind, are one of the most important. So many of our social ills, so much of the pain and trauma could be alleviated through these naturally occurring psychoactive plants, and we all deserve some relief in society, desperately needs healing this episode features the youngest guest ever on the podcast Christiana is a 19 year old student working with Christiana was such an honor because her story one of the most painful that I've been a part of is also one of the most transformative that I have witnessed listeners this isn't indeed an episode that you will want to share there are so many young people out there suffering so much in desperate need for a glimmer of hope. Christiana and her story is just that. And while this interview, for me, anyway, got a little emotional at times, there's no way that this conversation can convey what she's been through and what she is beginning to transcend. But those that know the pain of suicidal depression... Well, you'll be able to hear the same cries for help in her voice. The healing that she experienced with psilocybin brought healing to all of those around her, myself included, and I hope that many who listen to this episode will also find healing in her journey. Psilocybin saves lives, and we owe it to ourselves and to our future generations to demand that this medicine, in its natural form, be made available for all who can benefit from it. Christiana, also known as Crispy, grew up as a happy kid, but had emotional regulation problems her whole life. A few months into freshman year, she started to have severe anxiety and depression. Struggling with suicidal thoughts, self-harm, anger issues, and anorexia, Christiana has been to many mental hospitals and treatment centers. She says none of them worked. After months in what she called an abusive treatment center, she attempted suicide while in treatment. Subsequently, she was hospitalized several more times for self harm and suicidal ideation. Now that she has graduated high school and will be attending university, she plans to study biology and psychology. Christiana says that Michael Meditations and the staff there changed her life. She even has aspirations of potentially working with Michael Meditations one day. And Christiana, let me reiterate that someone like you who has been through hell and made it out is exactly the kind of person that I want helping others to see the light and see their potential Won't you join me in giving a very special welcome to Christiana? All right, Christiana, welcome to the Psilocybin Chronicles. Thank you. (laughs) Your first podcast? Yes. Awesome. You are the youngest guest. As you know, I've already said, you're the youngest guest that I've had on here, and uh, I'm, I'm confident that that's going to be important for a lot of people uh, and the good thing about this is it'll be online and available probably for a decade or longer um how old are you
0: i'm 19
1: 19 years old and you're not the youngest guest that we've had here um and it's always like really special when parents come with their children and this gets to be like a family experience so yeah um so now that you've tripped mushrooms with your mom, <laughs> who is somebody from any time in history that you think you might like to take psilocybin with?
0: Um, I have this one friend that I met at a treatment center. Uh, we were we We're really close and uh, she's she's battled with mental illness, depression, anxiety, um, drug addiction, and I think she could really really benefit from the mushrooms she has taken them before but not in a therapeutic setting and um i think if especially if we did them together i think it would really really help her
1: so did did she describe her first experience to you
0: yeah she did um she actually showed me a video on youtube about that kind of described like how her her trip was she saw like geometric patterns and she experienced the ego death Um, And she she said it helped her I just think that if she were to do the mushrooms here in a therapeutic setting it would um, With like all these people to support her. I think it could really help her a lot especially with her drug addiction
1: but but you say she did get benefit from it though she felt she like. did yeah, okay, uh huh, do you know do you know if she like just did them by herself or how how it went down?
0: I think she did them by herself um in her house, okay,
1: yeah. wow, that's pretty brave, hmm sounds like she's probably a pretty amazing person, huh
0: she's pretty cool, yeah,
1: that's awesome uh, so when I mean you've you know surely heard of psilocybin mushrooms before your friend and this kind of therapeutic context, and where did, can you remember the first time hearing about psychedelic mushrooms?
0: Um, Yeah, I don't remember exactly when the, when I like learned that there were psychedelic mushrooms, but uh, my mom told me about, um, all about like this research they were doing at Johns Hopkins. Mm -hmm and she thought that could really benefit me. I actually applied to the program, but they didn't accept me. Um and but like when she told me that all of the healing effects that mushrooms can have um I was actually excited to try it, you know, cuz I'm I was willing to really try anything I could to you know, alleviate some of the the pain and mental illness stuff that's that's going on, and you know I also kind of just wanted to experience it just to see what it was to right. be high on mushrooms. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, did you before this at least have the context of it as being like a drug? You know, like did you think of it in terms of a party drug? This is something people do just to have fun.
0: Yeah, I just I at first I thought it, it was just like just a recreational drug. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that it had the healing effects that it did does.
1: Yeah. That's one of the things that I was kind of joking with. Um, you know, some of the folks up there at Coquino yesterday as we were coming out of the trip is like, so I've, I've always loved altered states. You know, every, I grew up in Kentucky. It was alcohol. You just, you know, bourbon. Um, and then it was pot. And I've done some coke and years ago, I did a coke a couple times. That was not for me and whatever, a few things. But like, I think one of the things that I love most about mushrooms, indeed the the outcomes, the benefits, but is that this is something that you can just get blasted on and it's good for you. Yeah. you know like you go out and you drink and it's just like destroying your brain. but mm-hmm. you go out and take whatever four, 10, to, 20 grams of mushrooms and like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have an experience. yeah, and it's gonna be good for your brain. Yeah, it's crazy. So can you, do you mind or how much would you want to share about kind of your, your story that brought you here?
0: Um, well, for the past almost five years, I've dealt with a lot of, um, depression and anxiety. I had an eating disorder at one point, but I've struggled with mood regulation problems pretty much my whole life, um. So yeah, I've I've been on a, a lot of uh medications like antidepressants, but and the meds I'm on now help, but you know, it it's not you know, a cure. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah.
1: Yeah, they only it go so far. You yeah. Know. Um but you know, I mean you in particular have had you had a really tough journey. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, you've been in treatment several times.
0: Yeah, I've been to four treatment centers and six hospitals, so a lot of treatment that was not helpful.
1: You don't not helpful at all. Do you think? Not really. Why? Um, why would you say that? Just like, like what was unhelpful, I guess. About.
0: I mean, <coughs> the hospitals would like. They're mainly like to keep you safe, mm-hmm. keep you from hurting yourself. Um, so they helped in that way. But I never really got benefit out of being there. I did go to a PHP program recently this year. Um, What's a PHP? M- oh, it's partial hospitalization program. Okay. It's like a day program at a hospital you go in um, for a few hours a day. And that was pretty helpful. They taught us some like DBT skills. They they taught us just a bunch of different skills that were helpful. Um, yeah, that was, that did was you pretty helpful. Did
1: you have much of a community in these facilities? Like, were there other people your same age or that you could, like, talk with and bond with? Or were you kept to yourself?
0: Um, I had a, a couple friends there that were my age. Mm-hmm. They were both 19. And... um yeah, and I've also found that individual therapy helps um, more than the group setting. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Huh. But but here you felt like the group was really p- a powerful part of your experience. Yeah. What's the difference?
0: Um, I'm not sure. I think for a while it was just really hard for me to open up to people and mm-hmm. to connect with people. I didn't any like connection towards others and so it's you know I would get angry easily it was hard for me to empathize with people I, I like built up walls around myself to I guess protect myself I'm not really sure so the group settings just were not helpful I didn't really li- like to talk or listen to other people talk but I think in this setting I really like opened up a lot um, and have formed really close connections with people.
1: Yeah, you it's it's been obvious through the week like seeing this gradual opening like in your body language and your facial expressions and communi- like you this morning, you encouraging other people. How's mm-hmm. that, how's that feel?
0: It feels it feels really good. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that <coughs> I've made made friends here and like I'm hoping that I like keep in touch with everyone here. I and like even like hugging people, like I, I before I I hated hugging people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it like felt really good this time and, and uh I have a way deeper connection with my mom now and it's been really helpful.
1: What do you like when you think about this experience and going back and like how do you think this might affect the relationship? between you and your mom
0: I think we're going to be much closer like and a much healthier relationship I feel way more connected to her way more like I I care about her and love her like or it's it seems to be like I feel that connection Mm -hmm. a lot more than I did before because the walls I build around myself I've kind of been breaking them down Mm
1: -hmm, you mm -hmm. know what do you think about that first dose how like that whole mom thing that came into it
0: um, so yeah, my first dose i i I actually thought my mom was dead, and it really, really scared me, and she was fine, obviously, um but you know, we both like cried together, and it was a really cool moment that I've never had with her before, and I just realized that I am really terrified of her passing <laughs> away.
1: yeah, yeah, like when you came down here you know like you came down here just like feeling good and just like hey this is like feels great I want to hang out with people Mm -hmm. and you came into this like tearful expression of you know mothers dying and Mm -hmm. like I don't know I'm uh it I I don't want to be like one of those like woo-woo people like I've said through the week I'm really like evidence-based logical Mm -hmm. type person but like all these mushroom experiences over the years and you see like how the timing works out and like just the that that all that happened at that time when you came in here and like that it triggered that response in you like for me anyway it's just like I just feel more and more that there is some kind of intelligence behind this yeah I don't know I don't know how to explain that and it doesn't really seem logical uh but when you see things like that play out over and over it's like, Boy. what was it? General was like, go hug your mom, tell her you love her. Yeah. Oh man, and my mom, I called my mom, our voice <laughs> message my mom <laughs> that night. I was like, yeah, I forgot how much I love you and how much I needed you, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, so that was really, really a powerful part of it. And like, how many, how many moms, like for real, like would come and engage in something like this?
0: not very many not very many i uh i'm really happy that my mom you know she went through so much like you know the cancellations and rescheduling and um just like being willing to like experience this with me is just you know proof that she just loves me so much Mm -hmm. and you know i love her so much and i'm really happy that this all worked out and i'm really happy that she Brought me over here because it it's really helped.
1: Do you did she plan on dosing when you all came, or did you all even talk about that?
0: At first, she was planning on just supporting me during the experience, like, mm-hmm. but um, but then she she changed her mind because she realized that the mushrooms could also help her. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So. Have you se- have you seen it benefit her? Do you think aside from just like the bond that's kind of built between you two?
0: Yeah, I think, well, her, I think her first two doses were hard, but I think s- some of the nausea she had, like, probably released some built-up emotion. So I haven't really noticed much change in her, but I think over time she's going to notice. She mm-hmm. feels, like, a lot lighter and and happier.
1: Yeah, and I'm certain that her seeing you benefit from her, from this is, like, Mm -hmm. allowing her more space to just like relax and get benefit out of it so can i can i if you would for the listeners um can you just kind of talk about your experiences you know we just we just barely touched on the first one so Mm -hmm. can you kind of talk about them and how they were maybe similar and different the
0: uh, mushroom experiences Mm -hmm. um they were all different the the first one was an emotional roller coaster I was really happy at first and then um, I got triggered by people yelling and it it, it reminded me of uh, when I was in the psych ward and so I got really scared mm-hmm. and then and then I just got really depressed and um, I cried it out and I felt... I I felt so much better because I I told my mom how much I love her and you know I I did think she was dead at one point and um but once we both cried and like let let all the emotion out it it really helped and I felt so much better afterwards (coughs) and then um the second trip trying to remember um Oh, I was experiencing a lot of discomfort in my body, like I don't know what I was feeling at the time, but I was really uncomfortable and like kind of in pain, and for what 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 felt like forever, it was horrible. And then I did some stretches and movements with Denise, mm-hmm. and um, I was able to like basically release everything that was inside and after that I was really happy Uh, I had a really good conversation with another person here and um, yeah I just I I felt amazing Mm -hmm. and then on the third dose I was pretty much like happy the whole almost the whole way through I was just kind of talking and like moving around a lot. I don't exactly remember what I was saying or doing, but, um, you know, I gave some people some hugs and that was like nice because I don't usually do that. And then, and then I had some, some trauma stuff come up. Um, yeah, I was, I was really afraid that um jennifer was you know trying to kill herself like i did and so that was really hard but overall the trip was pretty good and then towards the end when i started to you know come down from the high i got pretty depressed but i just told myself hey this will pass Mm -hmm. you know and it did and and afterwards i went in the ocean and i felt really good
1: and you've you've talked like that uh, kind of realization or allowing it to pass is, has, is was a new feeling for you? Like that's not been your previous experience in life?
0: Yeah, normally when I get depressed, I feel like it's going to last forever, which is why I think about death a lot, you know. Um, and, you know, I think about killing myself It's because I feel like the de- feeling of depression and anxiety is just going to last forever. But yesterday I was able to just... Tell myself this will pass. It's not. It's not a huge deal. I'll move on, and I did. And well,
1: so, where do you think that came from? Is that if that's not a thought that you've had before? Did anything? Did anything kind of help that surface? Do you think, or was it just a natural?
0: Well, I do remember. Like, basically, this whole trip, I've been like just really happy, and so I knew that I could get back to that happy point because. Nothing had really changed, you mm-hmm. know, um, and I don't know exactly how, I guess I just looked back and, you know, normally I get depressed at night and I, f- I feel horrible, I feel like I want to die, and then, but then like in the morning when I wake up, it's, it's not gone, but it's a lot better, and... So I just reminded myself of th- all those times, and I was like, "This is gonna get better." Just have to let it pass through me.
1: And I, ho- I hope you can can carry that with you, because yeah. that that is the like that's the lesson, you know, mm-hmm. like it always changes everything. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, would probably be very critical of me dosing a 19-year-old uh, who has, um, you know had suicide attempts and has been in psych ward Um, and of course if your mother wasn't here then I I wouldn't uh, always a little bit later in life maybe Um, and that's really just for liability reasons not because I believe it's unhelpful Uh, and we talk a lot about on, on this podcast about what the future of psychedelic wellness could look like but I'm really interested in your perspective as you know a 19 year old who's got so much life ahead of her and within your kind of group like how do you think how can we begin to incorporate this into healthy lives of young adults
0: um... i mean i really believe that um... psychedelic mushrooms should be allowed and and maybe other psychedelics i'm not sure i haven't taken any others so i don't really know but i think there should it should be legal for there to be treatment centers or like retreats that are like this, mm-hmm. but like in the US and in other countries, um, because I think it could be really helpful to some people and you know, not everybody can make it all the way here. Mm-hmm. So um, it should definitely be taken in a some kind of therapeutic environment though.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you, can you imagine like what, if you were to design that, in your home state what what do you think that would look like um and, and you're planning on studying psychology right so yeah maybe, maybe you're maybe you can be like invoking this future vision for yourself here
0: yeah i am really interested in biology and psychology and um i was actually you know i'm interested in creating some kind of different treatment center um in in virginia because the mental health system there is just it's not good and um i think if there if there was a treatment center that really like you know paid attention to people's needs and wants and and was just not abusive whatsoever i think that i think i could really like help some people and um I mean, if at some point, you know, it, I want to. I am thinking about psychiatry. So if at one point I could, like, prescribe people um, mushrooms or other, like, psychedelics, I think that could really help some people if mm-hmm. they're in a therapeutic environment.
1: You said that a, a non abusive place. So did you experience abuse in the treatment centers you were at, some of them?
0: I did, yeah. Um, in in one of the treatment centers I was at for I was there for nine months That was my longest stay it was in Utah and um, it was a really bad situation because if you did anything that they didn't want you to do any if you broke a rule or were being like unsafe you know they would lock you in a room or hold you down and People don't think of that as physical abuse, but it does leave people with trauma.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and
0: and I w- I went to a place called New Haven, but there are treatment centers in Utah that are just so much worse than that. Like Utah's mental health system is just absolutely horrifying.
1: So what do you what do you think they could have done differently for you if you're like you're in a if you're in a mental state where you're potentially going to be harming yourself what are you, what could they have done differently that would have been more helpful
0: um I think just s- to start off by like talking to people instead of just immediately like holding them down and like not even l- looking them in the eye like I think that's that's horrible I think talking to them and if that doesn't work you know like you know, some kind of medication to reduce anxiety. I think if somebody is like really like harming themselves or harming somebody else, then you know, maybe they need to go to a hospital. I think probably the police would handle that kind of situation better than the staff there because the staff there just weren't trained. They didn't know what they were doing. It was it was just a a bad situation.
1: Wow, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that you experienced that. Yeah. Um Do you feel like it's made you stronger in any ways what you've been through?
0: Yeah, I think I think the hard things people go through definitely make them stronger. I um I feel like I know Since I've been through stuff, I know better how to, like, help people Mm -hmm. and support people. Or, like, somebody who has never been through that could just look at somebody in a treatment center or hospital and not even look at them as a human. But, you know, I look at everybody as a human. And that's probably what a
1: a bunch of these staff people are, people that have not been through the shit. And they're just, they're just, they're in there. They're just hired hands in there. Yeah.
0: They don't care.
1: Yeah. No, that's absolutely what will make you a good psychiatrist or therapist or whatever it is is that you have you've been through the depths of hell. Yeah. and are coming out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So like The question I want to ask is, is do you and I know it's hard it's hard to answer but do you think that if you get in another mindset where harming yourself is is it seems like an option do you think you're going to be able to 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 turn away from that or find an alternative
0: yeah i i do believe that i'm i'm not going to harm myself again i have a pretty long history of cutting and self-harm and here i've realized that i just i don't want to do that to myself anymore and like i haven't been suicidal in a week which is which doesn't sound like a lot but it, that that's a long time
1: for me it can be huge a huge yeah. window for you to see an option right
0: yeah exactly and i think if i do start feeling like i want to harm myself I, there's people i can talk to you know there's there's my mom my therapist my psychiatrist hotlines all different types of people i can talk to you know people here I think that's probably the best option, and just remembering that the feeling will pass.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know I haven't said this explicitly to you, and you know for for what it's worth, maybe Denise is more helpful. But like, please, there, you can always what's at me. You can always message, and if you, if you do feel like I could be, I don't know, just somebody that you would want to talk to. Like, it meant so much to me when I came on that porch the other day. And you said that I passed the vibes test. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really did because I sincerely, you, you are super sensitive. You feel you feel people's energy. You know who you're dealing with. I have mm-hmm. a feeling. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, I know I know myself enough to know that um, people feel comfortable be- comfortable around me in this space. Usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for you having experienced everything and I, w- I would imagine maybe and this is again my imagination but I would imagine in some of these treatment centers that a lot of the custodians were males uh, and that there is a possibility to have some distrust around mm-hmm. male authority I don't know
0: I don't yeah I'm usually the type of person that hates authority Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um
1: well i'm not your typical authority yeah exactly (laughs) i don't think
0: of the people here like the staff here as being authority they're like they're kind of like friends you know we're in it with you because
1: because just like you having been through the hell and being able to be there for others that's all of our staff that's here has been Mm -hmm. through it them their own selves you know yeah and have had the mushrooms be such an enormous help I mean, I I see so much of myself in you. I see my son in you. And um, I'm just so confident that everything that you've gone through is not only, not only is it going to be a strength for you, but that you're going to be a strength for other people. Yeah. It's just undeniable. And if you want me to edit this out, I'm I'm happy to. Um, But something that I've kind of felt... Through the week um is that like, it's either can say either i hope or i feel that it will be the case that you know that your your scars you know will be a reminder of your strength
0: yeah mm-hmm. i i believe they are a sh- sign of my strength it's,
1: it, it it's I gotta, again like i don't I mean, it, and you can tell me whatever you want me to take out of this i'm just telling you this for real is that at a, at a certain point when we're hearing integration? And I'd like, God, I don't want this to be misinterpreted by anybody because, you know, it is. It's, it it's it hurts so much to see how much pain that you've been through. Um. But. At the same time, it was like there was this point that it became this like, b- this beautiful sign of your strength, and I would I I, I truly hope you n- you never feel like you need to do that again, really really do. Um. But, you know, our scars um, can become like badges of honor. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, and I I feel bad for people that are ashamed of their scars, you know, because I am d- not ashamed of them. I mean, good. Uh, th- I think they are a sign of my strength, and I do believe that I'm I'm never going to cut again. I haven't in over four months, and I'm hoping to keep that up for the rest of my life.
1: Good, good. So, like, going off to school here pretty soon. Or, what do yep. you thinking about all that? Or are you excited, nervous, all of the above, scared.
0: Um, yeah, all of the above. I'm I'm mostly excited. Um but I'm also, you know, kind of nervous. I I've never really been to a setting like college before and um but I am excited. Yeah.
1: Do you I'm um, I would imagine this is experience is probably going to go with you there.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And and maybe, you know, building some of these bonds that you had here and seeing like how good a hug feels mm. uh, maybe you know when you go to school you'll be finding people that you can really bond with and yeah yeah you know, share share some love with
0: yeah I hope so
1: it's yeah. been really like hearing you talk about just the uh, potential for you to help other people and like seeing the value in that we spend a lot of time wanting help and drawing attention to ourselves to get help often we find that the best help for ourselves is to help others yeah you know
0: yeah i think so
1: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, you've been you i know you've been a huge inspiration to everybody here this week and honest to god like this is the first retreat since all the covid thing and like this has just like been a, a hell of a welcome back yeah yeah yeah
0: Man. Yeah, it's been awesome.
1: So, if you're going to put up a billboard, if you're going to create an advertisement for psilocybin, did you, did you figure that out?
0: Um, I think so. I think I think what's really important for people to know and what I would put on my billboard is that it's not really like a party drug or like a recreational drug. It's like it's a lot different because You know, it's not just, you know, you feel really happy and then you go back down and you're just normal. Mm -hmm. It's, it can actually, it's so healing and it can, you know, change your perspective on things. It can help you release emotions or, you know, physical or emotional pain that you've been carrying. So it's, it's really crazy just, just how much good it can do.
1: it, it's still, like, all the time, I'm just like, this is this is amazing. These are just, yeah. mush- they're just mushrooms. I know. You know. It's like we walk past mushrooms all the time. They are growing poo, for mm-hmm. God's sake. You know? It's like, yeah. how can something this simple be so powerful?
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Amazing.
1: It is just endlessly amazing. And they can also be a lot of fun, too. And that's okay. You yeah. know? It, it, it can, like... Going to a festival and eating a couple grams of mushrooms and listening to some, like, really good music, it's a fucking blast. Yeah. You know? And, like, there's tons of therapy in having the best day of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> I would love to go to a music festival and, like, take psychedelics. I think that'd be awesome.
1: Picture this, all right? The beach right there. Mm-hmm. So right down there the uh, where the lobster pot and everything is, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, two or three times a year, they put up three walls And then the ocean or the sea is a wall, right? Yeah. So you got a gate that you go through and you get ticketed, they put a wristband on, you go in and it's Mm -hmm. just pure fucking alcohol and Mm -hmm. you know craziness. Yeah. Of course that's legal and accepted, Mm -hmm. right? Well, I have this I have this vision of at first it would be an invite only and you would definitely be on the list of people that come down and we have a four day music mushroom festival no alcohol allowed right mm-hmm. just smoothies yeah. ganja mushrooms people go in same same format you got your walls you got the beach you got mm-hmm. the the entrance that you go in and get patted down make sure nobody's are bringing weapons or dumb shit mm-hmm. in right well, you go in and then you go to the counter where there's mushrooms and i envision like this being a thing where we've got like mushrooms growing there people can see it and like different strains yeah. and all that stuff right and then like you go and you get your mushrooms, and if you get like two grams, then you get like a yellow bracelet. If mm-hmm. you get four grams, you get a green bracelet. If you yeah. get six grams or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. as the dosage goes up, yeah. the bracelet changes, and you've got like your color code. You got people that are educated and trained there, just mm-hmm. to like provide water and be there, yeah. a stage and music, like
0: that would be amazing. That
1: sounds like I, you know, and Hollywood
0: I, Undead could play.
1: Uh, well, I don't <laughs> know, but if they, if they are a good fit, then let's bring it. You yes. Know? Yeah, no, nah, it's uh I'm I'm super grateful for all of the direct therapeutic application and that's obviously what Michael's Michael is, tra- is trying to do or is mm-hmm. doing. But like there's really a place as especially as we like educate the population on how to safely use psilocybin, there's absolutely a place to, to use this medicine yeah. in a more playful context.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we'll see where that goes, but you're mm-hmm. on the list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <that. laughs>
1: I imagine it being, like, limited to, like, 150, 200 people, mm-hmm. you know. And so they would all, originally they would all be people that have come through MICO and that we have like, you know, know that they're good and safe mm-hmm. and good Bob's people. Yeah. So keep our fingers crossed. It's, it's kind of like that whole thing we were talking about this morning, right, of, like, having the vision of something and then just, like, letting it go and seeing mm-hmm. where it goes. So I'm uh, very, very <laughs> hopeful mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Uh, man, it has just been unbelievable having you here this week. I
0: it's been unbelievable for me, too. It's been so amazing.
1: Stay in touch with the experience. You I know? will, yeah. And I I had you on here not just because I know that you'll be an inspiration to people your age and beyond, for sure, um, and that you are good, solid evidence of this being beneficial for younger people Mm -hmm. but also so that you can listen to it and so that when there are if there are times when you forget that you can go back and hear yourself so
0: okay yeah
1: thanks much love christiana (laughs) thank you christiana you are indeed an inspiration to myself to the whole Mico team and the entire group that joined you on retreat have a feeling you're going to inspire a lot more people through this episode. I look forward to watching your progress and greeting you again one day in Jamaica, or wherever it might be. Listeners, thanks for joining as always. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, there is a lot of suffering out there, and these innocent little mushrooms in a safe, supportive environment can help relieve so much of that.